Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of your next door neighbor's favorite football podcast. Wow. Yeah, starting a new thing. You, that's, that's I came up with that. The intro. Yeah, it's actually your next door neighbor's favorite football podcast. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right next door neighbor. I talked to him before I came in here. Really? No. Okay. Of course not. <laughs> very confusing. No, I would. I would never. You don't even know We've, his I've name. T- I've talked. No. I, uh, John. No. Ah. Didn't he move? I don't know what my next door neighbor's name is. I have <laughs> I not once seen a person in here that came to your house. I don't think. Really? Well. Actually, maybe outside. I saw some people standing there. Probably. But they like to stand out there and uh, drink all the time. Yeah. Right there. That's super cool. Yeah. Anyways. We're on a podcast right yes. now. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, football season is coming up surprisingly fast. I was just thinking about it this week at work, uh, and and I got a sudden surge of anxiety because the <laughs> football season is if it's tomorrow. gonna yeah it's tomorrow <laughs> it's happening tomorrow. Uh, no, it's in about five weeks. I think I still looked it up, and I'm still too lazy to count out how many weeks it was on the calendar. But it, it looks like. About five weeks from now, uh, the first game is on September 10th, Thursday, I believe. Uh, so that's not far from now. And there's still so much I wanted to do before the season starts. So, and I, I've, I've been kind of putting it off and putting it off. And now, you know, the football season's right around the corner. And I have to just really grind for a while, not only with the podcast, but with my Instagram post that you guys should check out, underscore... Four weeks and five days. Four weeks and five days. Four weeks. Four weeks and oh, I guess yeah, because I would have looked it up a couple days ago, and then it would have been five weeks. Yeah. You forget that a week is seven days. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, it's happening, and I gotta you know get on board with it because it's 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 probably gonna happen. I'm gonna assume that the season is gonna start. Uh, I think it's gonna start. Uh, I don't know how long it'll go. I don't know if it'll finish. I don't know if there's gonna. I I I almost guarantee there will be games canceled at some point. It's just bound to happen. I mean, we've seen what happened in baseball. Baseball, I believe the Angels. I don't know. I don't watch a whole lot of baseball, but I believe the Angels. They had to cancel a bunch of games, and now they have to play something like 55 games in 51 days, which is insane, crazy. I mean. Baseball. It is baseball where you basically yeah. don't even have to run, so it's like not that hard. <laughs> Careful, but it's like well, there goes half your fan base. Baseball roasting, fans. yeah. I'm I'm gonna straight up put baseball on blast, man. Oof. It's the worst of the major sports. No, you gotta be a, a pushover until you get until you have followers. Nope. Sorry, oh. I want only oh. real followers. I don't know. No, I don't want no baseball fans following. Day ones, real I want ones. Day ones. I want guys who don't like baseball and gals. Gals can listen to the podcast as well. They're allowed. Absolutely, they're allowed. Women empowerment. Uh, that's what this episode's about. Feminism. 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 In sports. In sports. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, this week, you know, instead of maybe doing more podcast work and doing more work on my page, I, I find myself constantly... I have, I have, a, I have an addiction, I think. Uh, I go on YouTube and I... I've been watching just the, some of the... I get on the craziest rabbit trails. I don't know if you can relate to this. Yep. But it's just insane. And the YouTube, I don't know what the recommend recommended 
videos situation <laughs> what, what is the, what's the algorithm going on? yeah that? what is the algorithm because that is i get the craziest i'm just going to tell you some of the things that i watched just today uh <laughs> i started off uh well there's things like i first i watched a dance video that came up for some reason nice uh yeah but i don't i think i started started watching that one by accident okay and then i watched you ever see that video where the guy crashes through the roof and he goes, hey, Ron. Yeah. Hey, Billy. <laughs> hey, Billy. I, yeah. lo- I watched. It's like it's 12 second video. I watched that 17 times at least. And <laughs> I was laughing oh, over and yeah. over again. I love that. And then I watched uh, a homeless woman throwing coffee uh, in, a, in the face of a barista. Oh, so dear. that was a news thing. And oh, then I watched uh, just a bunch of random movie clips. <laughs> There's one called Ratatouille Alternative Ending that I watched. And basically, it's just a rat jumping off a building. <laughs> it's quite funny. Check it out. YouTube is Ra- Yeah, great. YouTube is fantastic, but it's also, it's so easy to waste time. It's yeah. like, oh, it's just a two-minute video here. Just a four-minute video here. Just a 10-minute video here. And then a couple hours before ago. you know it, yeah, you're watching just Lord knows what. Yeah, I mean, you're watching Mer- Meryl Howard Kalen. Meryl, That's my favorite thing to watch. Meryl Howard Kalen. Shout, shout goes out to him. But yeah, there's, uh, you know, there is football to be talked about, and we'll get to that at yeah. some point. Uh, yeah, football season's right around the corner. I was not, I, I was not aware how close it was. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, and fun fact, if the preseason wasn't canceled, we would actually have football right now. There would be preseason football Holy. to potentially talk about. Uh, but obviously the preseason was canceled and we don't have uh preseason football to talk about but it gives us more time to you know procrastinate a little bit with some of the other things but yeah uh if you haven't yet make sure you follow the show at underscore uh average joe show uh follow joe at underscore joe what is it at jo- i always Stop forget doing this every <laughs> he's gotta look episode. it up every episode he has to look it up i did it at the beginning this time so you don't have to do it at the end Joe. Joe underscore Tyson. <laughs> Very good. But you're private as well. So I am private. You have Should to, I make myself it's an, it's an exclusive club to follow you. Well, it's really up to you. Uh, you know. Oh, no. You know Steve Jobs own, owns all your stuff, right? Yes. From the grave. Yes. He does. So it doesn't really matter when it comes down to it, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're but, right. But uh, this week, I don't know if you know Russell Wilson, Joe. Yeah, I do. Russell Wilson, you ever heard of him? Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, who is he then? If you've heard of him, he is a great quarterback. Really? And he was the one who. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I will. I will. Um. He does he play for the same team that he did like three years ago? Yeah, he's played with the same team his whole okay, career. Okay, then he's the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Whoa! Yeah. Very good. I remember that because he lost the Super Bowl that one time. Yeah, to the to the Patriots. Yeah, that was a devastating he, day. When he threw when they should have ran. Yeah. Oh, look at you. For those of you that don't know, if you're maybe a new listener to the podcast, Joe. Uh, the Say pro- my name. The, the Joe, the producer of the podcast. Uh, I'm Joe as well, the host of the podcast. I'm the football guy, uh, but apparently not anymore. But Joe doesn't know a whole Me lot now. about football. That's kind of nearly kind of an interesting dynamic as far as the show goes. But now <laughs> it seems like he's been doing his homework or... Somehow had this memory in in the back of your head about Russell Wilson. No, That's... the reason the the extent of my football knowledge comes from when I was young, and I really wanted to impress you, mm. and then I wanted to like football so much. Wow, that's cute. But then I realized that I don't need to impress you to have your friendship. Wow. So I, I hate football. I hate, what? I hate it. I'm just kidding. Loser. 
You're a loser for no, that. I don't hate it. No. no. Just, but speaking of... I know nothing of it. You know nothing of it. Well, nothing apparently you know it. who Russell Wilson is, and that's all that's important yeah. for what I'm about to talk about. Because Russell Wilson this week, uh, he, he... Okay, one thing about Russell Wilson. Okay. He's a fantastic quarterback. Probably one of, if not the best, quarterback uh, in the NFL. It's probably... To me, it's... Well, I'm not going to re- reveal my top five quarterbacks right now. Okay, you know, that's you that's coming anyone. later and within the coming weeks. Uh, we got the top five linebackers today. Make sure you stay tuned for that. But he's definitely a, a top five. I'll spoil that. He's in the top five quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. Fantastically talented. One of the best quarterbacks we've seen in the last decade. Um, but he's he's sort of a weird guy. Like just a weird person in like general. Antonio Brown weird? Yeah, no, or? no, no, no. He doesn't get into trouble. Okay. He does. He you know he's he's he seems like a nice guy certainly, but he's sort of a weirdo. And this week he. He he came out with a video and Joe, I'd love to show you this and I'd love to get the audio on the podcast here. Yeah, so let's absolutely. get let's get this going here. So uh, Russell Wilson released a video and for some reason he came up with a nickname, uh, alter ego for himself. Oh and no! This is the first time you're seeing this, uh, right? Yeah. I don't think you've seen this. Uh, let's see if I can get this. Okay, audio anytime there's the something pod- that happens with like an alter ego, yeah, uh, just no, this me. is bad. And he's like, it's bad. But here we go. You ready to? You ready for this, Joe? Yeah. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let Russell Wilson take over. All right. Oh, let me just hit. Hey, guys. Uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring. Yes, Russell. The robot Russell. The one you guys love to know. A real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, but anyways, uh, everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be. And I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you got to be unlimited. You know, you got to have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like, who brings you motivation, Russell? Mr. Unlimited. That's Sierra, the singer Sierra. Think Pete Carroll, they think this person, think that person. Love you, Pete, but it's Mr. Unlimited. Tom. What? I don't like that at all. What is that? I hated that. I I I there's still no explanation behind that video. He I don't think anyways. I haven't seen anything. I out of his mind. Yeah, I don't know. It seems oh. like what was that even? Nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for an alter ego. <laughs> And, and Every, not, did you say everyone needs an alter ego? Yeah, <laughs> not really. Everybody doesn't no, really need one. Hardly anyone. I would actually. say basically almost no one needs yes. an alter ego. Okay, <laughs> the only thing I can say is that Garth Brooks, uh, when Garth Brooks did Chris Gaines, uh. Uh, he made a song, and that song was covered by Childish Gambino. Ooh. And that was one of God's greatest gifts to this earth. Really? Yeah. So What song is that? Uh, it's called... Lost in You. Lost in You. Yes. Uh, Charles Gambino covered it. And by Garth Brooks. By what's that other by name? By Garth Brooks. By Chris Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines by Garth Brooks. Chris Gaines by Garth Brooks. I guess you have to Brooks. start from the beginning. Uh, My goodness. That is fantastic. Very you good. Just listen to it. It's beautiful. Spoiler alert. But it, was, <laughs> it was good. But 
Yeah, Garth Brooks, another person very weird on, on social media. Yeah. I gotta say, like, everybody's talking about the Mr. Unlimited part of that video, and uh, and that's obviously the main part of it. And it's like, what the heck does that even mean? It's gotta be some sort of ad thing. Like, eventually, I think he's gonna come out and be like, Unlimited, unlimited uh, Sprint Wireless or something. Like, he's, I bet you, I guarantee you, it's gotta be. Like, what the heck was that? But to me, the worst part of the video was at the beginning when he's like, hey, guys, it's Russell, super robot, Russell, or like, you'd love to know, or it was just like the most awkward thing ever. Like, he's trying to be self-deprecating, but it's just, oh, it's so cringy. That's a professional quarterback. And he he didn't have to start the video like that, too. He could have stopped it and restarted. If I would have started a podcast like that, I would have never, I would have, (laughs) I would have cried a little bit and then I would have tried again. Like yeah. always, that's just I like just, we always do here. Every Saturday. yeah, every single time. I just gotta just listen to the beginning one more time. It's just here it is. Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring. Yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. A real, real exciting. Yeah, I'm real excited. Um, but anyways, oh, it sounds like he's very nervous. Dude. I know. Why is he so nervous? Yeah, yes, yes, Russell. Real, real, real exciting. Real, real, real robot, Russell. <laughs> like everybody always talks about him being like a robot. Like he's just like he doesn't do anything interesting ever. Really, like he's super boring, and he just like you know, just like maybe he's just normal. Maybe he's not anymore. He's not, not anymore. That's no. definitely not a thing at That's this point. That's off the table now. Real, 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 real. What does he say? Real, real interesting. You love to know something. Just so yeah. bad. But thank you, Russell Wilson, for blessing us with that beautiful beautiful video yes and you know why don't we jump into actual football news and go around around the horn and talk about around around the the horn horn. talk about some news in the nfl this week first up in the news get the air horn ready because we got more covid19 news you love it. Uh, so obviously the deadline, well, maybe not obviously for some of you, but the deadline this week for uh, players to opt out uh, of the 2020 NFL season due to COVID-19, obviously the pandemic, the deadline for them to opt out was this week Thursday, I believe. And we have in total 67 players have decided to sit out of the NFL season. How many was it last time? 32? 34? It was 36? Well, I could look in my notes. I think it was 34. Yeah, here it is. 34 players it was last week. Wow. So we had... we had Almost doubled it. Yeah, almost, we literally almost doubled it. One away from doubling it, if my math is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a, a, a lot more people, but not, not terribly huge names, which is good for the NFL and for <laughs> NFL fans. We had, uh, you know, some of the players, key players that opted out were guys like Denver tackle Jawan James who signed a huge free agent contract last year, was injured almost the entire year for them, oh, and and then is going to opt out this year and not play a single snap. So that's definitely disappointing. I saw a lot of Denver Broncos fans not all that happy about that. And you had uh, the Miami Dolphins had two wide receivers opt out, uh, Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns. Not huge wide receivers. Uh, not like uh, they weren't starters, but the, they could have been potential slot guys. Probably the two top uh, candidates to be the slot guy. Uh, they're in Miami, so they lost two receivers. Uh, another receiver, Josh Doxson, uh, for the New York Jets, who's been sort of a, a bust. You know, he, he decided to opt out, but that kind of hurts the Jets as they don't have a whole lot of talent there at the wide receiver position. At the offensive side of the ball in general, they don't have a whole lot of talent, so they really 
can take anything that they could get at this point. And they also lost CJ Mosley a few days after we recorded the last podcast. CJ Mosley opted out. It's another guy, a free agent signing last year who was injured almost the entire year. And now he's going to take this year off as well. I'm not, I shouldn't say, well, he is taking it off. You know, he is taking it off. You know, I understand why he's doing it. And I don't blame these players for doing it, but they're taking it yeah. off. Like why, what's the reason? Well, some is, of them is, are, it, is it a fear of, I guess, it is, contact yeah. or contracting? Contracting. Yeah, very Contracting, good. yeah. Yeah, contracting. Getting it. Uh, getting it, getting the virus. Getting uh, the some virus. of them, it's like, there's a bunch of different reasons uh, some of them are, yeah, they're, they're fear of contracting it. Some of them have more higher risk family members. They don't, don't want it. In fact, okay. uh, some of them, um, ha- the NFL- some of them are high risk as well. Oh. So like the NFL is full of overweight men, especially oh, offensive oh, linemen dear. and defensive linemen. Uh, a lot of them are overweight and people who are overweight have a higher risk uh, as far as the, the, um, the virus goes. So. That Honestly, sucks. 67 is not as many as I thought, especially linemen. There wasn't nearly as many linemen opting out. We also had uh, another New England Patriot, or a couple more New England Patriots opting out. Marquise Lee, another guy opted out a few days after recording the last podcast. So he was a he was a free agent signing this year, uh, sort of later into the offseason. Uh, again, the Patriots don't have a whole lot of talent at the wide receiver position. They don't have a whole lot of talent uh on offense on the team really they're they're sort of a talent poor team uh and they've lost now the most out of any team they've lost eight total players uh to opt-outs which is and they're you know not all of them are huge big name players but some of them are it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for this new england patriots team but of course they have bill belichick so they'll probably still go 11 and 5 and be in the afc championship game and crush millions and millions of hearts like usual oh Sticking with COVID, the NFL also changed uh, the deadline to promote practice squad players to 90 minutes before the game starts. So it used to be so basically you have uh, you have a roster, you have 53 guys on a roster, and you have a practice squad made up of uh, however many players. I think I believe it's 10, something like that. But you have a uh, practice squad. Basically, you keep guys that they're on, technically on the team, but they're not really. They're only practice players, mm-hmm. and you can promote them. And it used to be like you, uh, if you promote them to the active roster, you they have to, they have to be promoted the day before the game at four p.m. But now you can do it ninety minutes before the game. Wow! So they updated that for COVID, I guess, just in case all of a sudden somebody has uh, the virus, then you can just have a quick replacement. This is something that uh, the virus. Obviously, it's going to throw a huge wrench, and it already has thrown a huge wrench in everything sports-related and just life-related mm. in general. But uh, one of the biggest questions about this upcoming season and COVID-19 is what happens... So, in football, you have certain positions have... Like, you have certain coaches for these positions. You have an offensive line coach who'll coach the offensive line. You have an, a wide receivers coach that'll coach the wide receivers. And they often have their own rooms where they're in and, and all that. So what if one of your offensive linemen ends up getting COVID-19 and then he doesn't know right away. So he gets tested, but obviously it takes a while for you to know that you that you have COVID. So he goes to practice, he goes to the meetings, and he's within contact with all the rest of your offensive linemen. All of a sudden, come game day, everybody's tests get back and they all have COVID. And it's like, now you're going to play your entire game without any offensive linemen. How is that going to go down? And that's something that's a huge hurdle that I think the NFL is going to have to <laughs> have to 
What? Get a over mess. it. I, yeah, it's, it's it's almost like I don't like this pandemic. You know, I'm kind of tired. It's almost of like it. it's not fun. It's almost like it's a bad thing for us to have. I'm sick and tired of it. You know, but uh, yeah, that's definitely a, a, a thing to watch if that all of a sudden happens. That's why I think there's almost a guarantee that some games will be canceled at some point. I think that we will start the season on time. I, I don't see why it wouldn't, uh, but I don't think there'll be fans probably at any point this season. And at some point, I think that we're going to have uh, games canceled or weeks canceled. I hope not, but you know, hope only gets you so much. Next up in the news, we have uh, this. This is something that I, I don't even really know why I include this in the news. Usually I would not even include something like this in the news. But Marquise Hollywood Brown, the wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, who was a rookie last year, uh, impressed at times but struggled with injuries. Uh, very small man uh, overall. Marquise Brown announced that he, well, he didn't announce it. It wasn't like he didn't have a press conference about it. But he, had, he basically came out and said that he, he gained 23 pounds over the offseason, and he's now 180 pounds. Wow. One, yeah. Last year, he was playing at 157 pounds. That's, That's insane. Very small. It's not really breaking news or anything big, but I just wanted to bring that up on the podcast. That's absurd. How much, Joe, if you don't mind me asking? I am 180 pounds. You're 180 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. crazy to me. So you're wow. there's somebody in the NFL, and he's a wide receiver, so, you know. Marquise Brown, who does Marquise, he play for? He plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, this is um, Antonio Brown's Antonio cousin. Antonio Brown's cousin. Very good. Yeah. Yes, he... Thank you. You guys are giving me treats every time I get something. Yeah, something I started like throwing that. you uh, Scooby Snacks. <laughs> so Marquise Hollywood Brown, he's hundred. He's listed on Pro Football Reference as 170 pounds, but obviously he's 180 now is what he said. And apparently he was playing at 157 at some points last year. But he's also five foot nine, But that's probably the same... Yeah, that's so you're like, he's the same measurements as you essentially. He's like, wow. So you're 180 pounds. Yeah, so he weighs as much as me now. So it's like me playing professional football. Wow. If only you were like way. I'm way less athletic. I'm well, sure. we don't know that. We, we yeah, don't know you're that. right. We don't. We would have to invite him on the podcast. I think. Yeah. We wanted to find that out. Marquise Hollywood, come on the podcast and race <laughs> Joe. <laughs> My tiny apartment. Yeah, in this apartment, we're gonna find somewhere to. Ra- you're gonna do a race, an arm wrestle. And, a, and just a wrestle. Yeah, I was going to say a wrestle. Just an old-fashioned Skins wrestle. Because it's like, you know, he's probably strong, but does he have that drive that you do? I don't know. You know? No, probably not. It's crazy. You're five foot nine, and you're 180 yeah. pounds. I might be five foot ten. I'm six foot three. I'm 170 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing almost to say that on the podcast. Oh, well. But yeah, I'm just a skinny boy. I mean, not to say that you're not skinny. <laughs> You look, you look Careful. just like you look just like Marquise Brown. Careful. You're ripped, actually. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. Anyways, you know, like I said, not breaking news. I just wanted to, you know, kind of get your reaction to the fact that there's a person in the NFL uh, that was playing at five foot nine, 157 pounds. That's a, I believe there's a player too. A few years back, he played in the CFL and he played on the on the Washington uh, football team as well. His name was Brandon Banks. Let me look him up real quick. He was Cody also Banks? yeah, Cody Banks' brother Brandon. Uh, no, no. Uh, he was a wide receiver. Uh, he played in CFL. He's five foot seven. Well, that's even shorter. One hundred and fifty pounds. One hundred and fifty like pounds. Like that's 
Like a child. Yeah, literally a child. There are many children in, in the Little League World Series that are much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. Good for him. That he's that, you know, as long as you're fast, you can really do whatever the heck you want. You can yeah, really man. weigh whatever you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Next up in the news, speaking of the Washington football franchise, uh, Darius Geis, the second year running or third year running back, he would have been going into the season. Uh, has been released by the Washington football team this week. It it happened just so fast. There was a report on my phone at some point that he had been arrested for domestic violence. And then just a few minutes later, the Washington uh, football team comes out and says that Darius Geis has been released. Uh, Obviously, this is uh, very disappointing for a, a player that had a ton of potential, but... I love to see it. I mean, I don't understand. I've never understood why domestic violence is such a problem among athletes, just athletes in general, not even football players. How hard is it to not hit a woman or a, or a person in general? I don't, I don't, never once in my life, and to be fair, I don't live a life, a, a life this, the same way that a professional football player would live it. You know, and obviously a lot of these guys come from very different backgrounds than I do. Uh, Maybe not as privileged as I was. But I've never once, never once has it even crossed my mind to strike a woman uh, or really even hit a person in general. It just, it baffles my, it baffles me that so many, so many professional athletes, you have it all and you still, you decide to hit women. It's insane. Like I, like I said, never once I've I've been in arguments with with women before. I, you know, I've been in disagreements with women. Never once has it even has it even began to cross my mind to strike a woman. And I honestly, I this is good. It's good to see a team take a stand against domestic violence uh, and and just outright cut a guy. Not that Darius Geis is really all that. Uh, fantastic of a player he hasn't really lived up to what the potential he had coming into coming into college I remember him at LSU uh, being the backup to Leonard Fournette he was really a beast Uh, and then the next year when Leonard Fournette was gone he he was a fantastic player Uh, Darius uh, and he was um, he was drafted uh, in the second round I believe by the Washington football team and then he tore his ACL his very first season, so missed his entire football uh, football season in the first season. And then overall in his career, he played his first full season last year. He had 42 carries for 245 yards uh, and two touchdowns. Uh, so not all that productive. Obviously, Adrian Peterson was there uh, taking the bulk of the carries, and that'll probably continue to happen this year as the Washington team has Adrian Peterson, Bryce Love, and Antonio Gibson right now at the running back position. So two rookies... And the absolute opposite of a rookie, Adrian Peterson, who's been there, uh, been in the NFL for, it feels like, 40 years. He's been there for so long, and he's continues to just somehow rush for 1,000 yards. So, obviously, disappointing that a young player like that got into trouble again. But uh, it's going to happen again, and it's, it's not the first time, and it's not the last time. Speaking of players getting in trouble, DeAndre Baker, who we talked about uh, probably a few weeks ago already, him and Quentin Dunbar, uh, two cornerbacks in the NFL. DeAndre Baker, 22 years old, drafted just a couple years ago uh, by the New York Giants. He was uh, accused of robbery uh, oh. from st- stealing cash and watches 
from four men at a house party. Why? Which seems absurd to me. He, and he had already played football previously yeah, to that. Yeah. So it's not like he, it's not like it's not like he needed it, right? <laughs> I'm gonna say, right? Okay. Like he was a first round pick. He was making good money. Go buy yourself your own watch. I know. Just I again. How hard is it to not <laughs> do bad? Not things. do dumb bad things. It's like you have have all this money. You have everything, like everything, and. Now this week he was he was actually charged with robbery. So he you know if he's convicted, he could face up to ten years in prison. Oh my god! Ten years in prison. That's you were just lot. an NFL player, man. You had it all. You're young. I mean, you're athletic. You 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 have it all, and you just decided to steal watches from guys. I just Jeez. can't even begin to understand. DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar ended up. The charges were dropped. There was not enough evidence, so he's apparently going to get out of it without any problems but yeah deandre baker very disappointing see another young nfl player get into trouble off the field on to the final piece of news a little bit more encouraging news this happened a while ago already but it happened after we recorded uh last last week's episode but dwayne the rock johnson dwayne drawn johnson dwayne drawn johnson the guy the, the probably the most successful person in the history of the world Really, it basically goes Jesus Christ, <laughs> and then it goes, and then it goes, Dwayne Johnson. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah, you might be right. I might, you be, might right. be right. I didn't put him ahead of Jesus, so it's not Good. blasphemous. That's essentially, essentially the list there. Jesus <laughs> and the Rock. Uh, he yeah. did something amazing again this week. He saved my precious XFL. Woo. Yes. Uh, thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, The Rock. Uh, Dwayne, middle name, The Rock Johnson. Uh, thank you very much. He bought it. Him and, and and some other people. I don't know. Who cares? Dwayne Johnson is the main <laughs> person. Let's talk about Dwayne Johnson. Bought it for $15 million, which seems fairly cheap. Dude, but people get paid way more than that in the NFL. So. That's what I'm saying. If you, the NFL would sell for probably hundreds of billions of dollars. Billions. Uh, but the XFL was a bankrupt football league, so probably not the same com- uh, as far as a comparison goes. Yeah, well. But he he bought the XFL and he plans to actually run a football organization, which is fantastic. I love the nice. XFL when it was here. It's too bad that COVID ruined that along with everything else. Um, I, I was a big, big fan of the Houston Roughnecks. That was my team, man. They were undefeated. I picked them before the season even started. And they ended up being undefeated, best team they're going to win the whole thing, win the chip. And then COVID-19 came and just destroyed everybody's lives. And now The Rock has to come and save us from COVID-19, just like he saved us from that giant mutant ape in that yes. one movie. What's it called? Uh, Rampage. Rampage. What? George. George. I just thought it was like the monkey has a name probably, right? And I thought Were it was... Were you thinking a, of Curious George? No, I was not thinking of Curious George. <laughs> he was also... This was not the sequel to Curious George? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? And just how he saved all those people from that San Andreas earthquake. Yeah, San Andreas earthquake. He saved all those people from that uh, safe that those people were pulling uh, in Fast and the Furious. Mm. That one too. He saved people from that. He saved um, the the girl from Corey in the house from not having a dad in the movie The Game Plan as well. <laughs> so he just continues to, to save people and he yeah. saved us. And Joe... The XFL's back, and in honor I'm of excited. that, I'm gonna do 
And we're going to go back to the new segment that we oh. debuted just two weeks ago. You guys know what time it is. What does Joe know? For those of you that don't know, like we talked about earlier, the All producer right. Joe here, uh, he doesn't know a whole lot about sports and about football especially, so we test his limited football knowledge. And the only rule is I myself, Joe, the the host of the show, right. will I have to be able to answer the question without problem. Very easily answer the question. I could easily answer the question. And we did this with the CFL teams. You have to pick out uh, which CFL team was yes. fake. You better not be looking up the XFL teams right now. No, I see you on your laptop. I'm literally not. It sure looks like you are. Wait, how do you spell XFL? <laughs> Very good. Very uh, good. Joking. So the, the XFL, joking. can you guess how many teams there were in the XFL? Let's do this. 17. Ooh, nope. Not nope. as much? Not that much. That's too high. More, okay, give me just more or less than the CFL. Uh, yes. Less? Yes. 12. No. 13. No. 8. Eight, yeah, nice. Insane. That's why I said First yes. Try. Yeah. Well, actually, the CFL is nine. Shoot, forgot about that. But I have nine names here, and I've already said one of them. I said my favorite team name. So yes, hopefully you were listening. The, the Houston Rednecks. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I have mm. nine teams here. Okay. Basically, all you have to do to be the winner of today's podcast and win the illustrious prize that has yet to be announced, okay, is pick out the fake team name, and I have. I, I'm, Joe, I'm, I have not a whole lot of confidence in you in this episode. <laughs> can know. you name, other than the Houston team that I just, can you name any XFL teams? Um, The Charlotte no, Honey Badgers. No. I, I, no. I, that would be dope, though. Be cool. Honey, Honey Badgers. Honey, Honey Badgers? Badgers. Wait, wait wasn't that a CFL team? No. Honey Badger was a nickname of uh, safety. Oh. Uh, Tyron Ty Matthew. Oh, never mind. So, nice yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give you nine names here. You have to pick out uh which team is the fake team name uh i gave you one so okay. uh, just like i did with the cfl one okay. here we go yes first up we have the dallas renegades like the tiktok dance renegade, renegade. just like that they okay. were named after actually after uh charlie d'amelio perfect yeah so <laughs> uh next up we have the houston roughnecks false <laughs> next up the los angeles wildcats then we have the Seattle Dragons, the Oklahoma City Bulls, the DC Defenders, the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks. He's crying, ladies and gentlemen. And the Tampa Bay Vipers. You want me to say those again? Run that by you again? Uh, yes, I, yeah. have, I already have two that I think are. Okay. Well, well, yeah, why don't we just do process elimination uh, here? Process elimination. Uh, okay. So the Dallas Renegades, okay. the Houston Roughnecks, okay. the Los Angeles Wildcats, the Seattle Dragons. Okay, it's one of those. It's one of what? It's either the Seattle Dragons or the um, the Wildcats. The Los Angeles Wildcats. Yeah. You're confident that you wanted to just eliminate all the rest of the teams. Uh, yep. One hundred percent. You actually no. Okay. <laughs> I, I did. I did this in the last episode. No. Okay. Please, okay. Please tell me you want me to say the rest? Well. Yes. Okay. So we just ended with Seattle Dragons. Okay. Next up, we have Oklahoma City Bulls. Okay. The DC Defenders. Okay. The New York Guardians. 
the St. Louis Battlehawks, okay. and the Tampa Bay Vipers. No pressure, man, but do you want to win the podcast or not? I do. I really do. It would be the first time in history you've won the podcast. All the other times, by the way, I'm the winner of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my final answer. Oh, okay. Oh, so good. You, would you like to use a lifeline? Yeah, can I call my dad? Yeah, <laughs> your dad. I'm sure your dad knows exactly all the XFL teams. Um, okay, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I'm going to say that the Los Angeles Wildcats is a fake team. That's your final, That's answer. final answer. Lock it in. The Los Angeles Wildcats. Final answer. Joe, you are 100% incorrect. No, you it's loser. the dragon. It's the dragon. It's not the dragons either. Why the hell? Is... Yeah. Okay. Keep guessing. Do it. No. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a loser already. Well, yeah. It's I. You know. I'm sorry. I felt okay. bad when you locked it down to those two teams. I really did. I feel really. I felt because really bad. The Wildcats. That's just at a, straight out of High School Musical. Yeah. It is. Like you're trying to pull my leg. Troy here. Bolton was the the quarterback of the team. Oh, actually. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, fine. Then it's the Renegades. Renegades? No. All right. Then just tell me what. It <laughs> is. It's actually the Oklahoma City Bulls. I figured the Bulls. 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 Yeah. What a dumb name. Bad as bull. I came up with that. So yeah. Sorry about your luck, Dang. but I'm once again the winner of the podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was what does Joe know? Jumping right in to the next edition of my top five position rankings for the 2020 NFL season. This week, it's the linebackers. And before we start, I've got to say, like I was talking about earlier in the in the episode, uh, the, the NFL season is coming up very soon, a lot sooner than I thought it was. So we're going to have to run through these top fives a lot quicker uh, than I thought I would. Uh, I was. It seems like we've been doing it for my entire life. Uh, but we're we have a few more to go. We're gonna combine a couple. Uh, I believe next week we're gonna do the top five receivers in the NFL, and then we're gonna combine a couple and do the top five interior defensive linemen, as well as the top five edge rushers of the 2020 NFL season. And then to finish it off, we're gonna do the top five quarterbacks uh, for the 2020 NFL season. The big one, the one that everybody cares about, the one that people are gonna hate on me the most for probably is the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. So make sure. You tune into that a few weeks from now. Uh, but today it's the top five linebackers in the NFL. Uh, bat, we're sticking on the defensive side of the football. Uh, I'm going to give you my top five. Let's just jump straight into number five. Coming in at number five, it is Levante David for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a guy who's been in the NFL for eight seasons. Uh, been a stud for eight seasons. I mean, the guy just continues to produce every single year. And fun fact, he's been so good his entire season, or his entire, all of his seasons, not just this season, but throughout his eight-year career, he's only had one Pro Bowl appearance and one All-Pro appearance, which is seems absurd. Also, on Pro Football Reference, uh, his nickname, one of his nicknames is Lolo. So... His name is Levante David. I don't know where they got Lolo from. Hmm. Must be an inside joke that I don't understand, but that's <laughs> fine. Uh, his 2019 stats, the guy, like I said, he's consistent. He consistently is good. He had 123 combined tackles, 10 tackles for loss, 
one sack, seven passes defensed, and one interception with three forced fumbles. Uh, 63.3 completion percentage on 90 targets uh, and zero passing touchdowns allowed. And that is what Levante David excelled at. He's good all across the board, really. Uh, he's just a solid linebacker in the run game as well as coverage. Not so much a pass rusher. Uh, that's just not what he is. He's a coverage and run-stopping linebacker, and he's been that his entire career, and he's been doing very well at that his entire career. But Pro Football Focus ranked him as the number one uh, linebacker in coverage in the 2019 NFL season. Uh, the guy is phenomenal. Like I said, he had a 63.3 completion percentage on 90 targets, which 90 targets is a lot for a linebacker. And 63.3% on that, th- there are some defensive backs who are 90 targets don't have nearly that good a, a completion percentage on them. So that's phenomenal by Levante David. And since coming into the league, he's he's just he he's been solid all across the board. The only the only people who has more tackles than Levante David since coming into the NFL is Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner. That's pretty good company. Luke Keekley obviously re- retired this this last offseason and, and Bobby Wagner spoiler alert, is coming up next or not next, but later on in the top five, uh, my top five linebackers. But yeah, he's just, he's a guy, he's an ass kicker. He's going to go out and he's going to just be a a fantastic leader on the defense. And he's playing on a a very talented and underrated defense. I talked about um, a few weeks back already, my most underrated on a mailbag uh, episode. I talked about who my most underrated defense for the 2020 NFL season uh, is. And and I said that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to me have the most underrated uh, defense going into the 2020 NFL season. They have a ton of talent, a ton of young talent, and him playing alongside uh, Devin White, who's I think is going to develop into a phenomenal linebacker, might end up on this list one of these years. Uh, but the guys, uh, the guy that uh, he's playing alongside Devin White uh, is someone that I think will complement him. And Levante David has shown no signs of slowing down throughout his eight-year career, and I expect him to be dominant and continue to be underrated. Uh, through 2020 and and however long he decides to play. Coming in at number four on the top five linebackers of the 2020 NFL season, and it's Demario Davis, the linebacker for the New Orleans Saints. And fun fact about Demario Davis, he has a brother named DeLuigi. What? Uh, no, really? that's so stupid. He doesn't. No, I can't. Oh, that, that was a dumb joke. You sucker. Stupid joke, actually. <laughs> I have, when I do these fun facts, I just do like a little thing uh, underneath their names to remind me of it. And I just have Diluigi and then in brackets, stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> it I, is. I, and I, I fell I, for I, it. Yeah, you did fall like for a it. Dummy. So you're stupid. You're not only the loser of the podcast, but you're stupid. Stupid loser. He's a stupid loser. Dang. But Demario Davis is not a stupid loser. The guy was the number one ranked linebacker by Pro Football Focus this last season. He's a much different player uh, than uh, obviously Levante David. He's a Sam linebacker. He had his 2019 stats. He was an All Pro uh, during the 2019 NFL season. Not a Pro Bowler, which shows again how stupid the Pro Bowl is. Uh, and that a, the guy who makes an All Pro team is not in the Pro Bowl. But his 2019 stats, he had 111 combined tackles, uh, 11 tackles for loss, 4 sacks, 12 passes defense, and an interception. I mean, those stats for a linebacker are are pretty phenomenal. He obviously was good enough to be an all-pro. His pro football grades, he has an 82.5 in the run game, an 82.5 
as well in the uh, as far as a pass rusher. And his coverage grade is fourth best uh, in the NFL at 88.3. Uh, he's a guy who he just makes plays all over the field. I mean, we saw that when uh, with his stats, he's got he's got four sacks, twelve passes defense, and one interception. I mean, that, that he's just all over the place. Uh, he can wreak havoc in the backfield. Uh, he's a guy who's brought on blitzes a lot. He was brought on blitz blitzes 104 times in 2019, whereas the the guys above him uh, on this list were brought on blitzes 53, 60, and 71 times. So not even close to the 104 times that he was brought on a blitz. So he's a guy who can explode uh, a play in the backfield as well as make plays in the pass game. Uh, he's a fantastic coverage linebacker. Um, he really doesn't have much weakness to his game if he continues to play at the level he plays at now. And, and, and he was probably one of, if not the best linebackers in the NFL last season. And really one of the main reasons I don't have him higher on my list uh, is just purely age. He's 31 already. Uh, that's that's not young for a linebacker, but he's 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 a fantastic player. Plays on a very underrated defense. Again, I really like the New Orleans Saints defense. They have a lot of uh, potential there. I like their pass rushers. I like some of the the the, the components that they have in their secondary. I think that they could be an underrated bunch uh, this upcoming year. But New Orleans, I obviously I expect them to be really good this upcoming season. And Levante David uh, is a big part of that, and he's a guy who's never missed a snap it, during his eight-year career. Now, during his rookie season, he was more of a special teams player, but he still played in 16 games for the New York Jets. Uh, he's played eight seasons across three teams. And he hasn't missed a single game in six in in eight years. That's phenomenal. He's a guy who's just going to be there, out, be out there every single season, uh, every single game for a season, and just wreak havoc and be the leader of a defense. Coming in at number three. Another guy who had a breakout season uh, in 2019, it's Eric Kendricks, the linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings. He was the number two ranked linebacker by Pro Football Focus uh, during the 2019 NFL season. And fun fact about Eric Kendricks, he's the only active NFL player with a birthday on Leap Day. Yeah, wow. Leap Day. That's the 25th. February 29th. Whoa, why did I say 25th? 25th. Wow, Joe. Yikes! This is a rough podcast for you. Yeah, I'm not I'm really, lie. yeah. Oh, February 25th, <laughs> leap day. Uh, no, February 29th. Uh, so he's 28, but really he's probably like what? What is it? Every four years, what's yeah, 28, so divided 28 divided by divided four? By, so that would be eight. Se- uh, no, 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 no. Seven. Seven. Eight, yeah, seven. Four. Yeah, seven. That's a very easy one. That's football. Seven. So he's technically seven years old. So a lot of potential. He can really, really. You know, improve as a as an eight year old in the upcoming season. Uh, he's, he's played five seasons in the NFL. He's a one time Pro Bowler, one time All Pro. The both were last uh, last season. And during last season, he had 110 combined tackles, 12 passes defense. And Pro Football Focus actually said that 12 passes defense. Uh, and this is them ranking it. So you can get rankings from different sites, but Pro Football Focus uh, said that 12 passes defense uh, was the most they've ever recorded. Uh, at the linebacker position in the history of Pro Football Focus, so that's pretty good. Uh, he also had two forced fumbles and a 53.3 completion percentage uh, when he was targeted, which was 60 times. That's phenomenal. I mean, obviously he wasn't targeted as much as Demario Davis, who had 90 targets, but 60 uh, 60 targets. Uh, he had 53.3 completion percentage. And this guy, he is. Uh, a little different than some of the other guys on this list. He's not as much a pass rusher. He's not going to make plays 
uh, maybe sacking the quarterback, uh, not going to make as many uh, plays in the backfield. But he's he's probably one of, if not the best, uh, coverage linebackers in the NFL. Uh, and he could be hitting his prime right now. He's got an 88.4 coverage grade, which is third best by pro football focus. He's a perfect linebacker to have in today's game. He had a phenomenal season last year, and I expect him to only get better as the as the uh, the years go on. Eric Kendricks is my number three linebacker in the NFL. Coming in at number two on my top five linebackers for the 2020 NFL season, and it's Darius Leonard for the Indianapolis Colts. And fun fact about Darius Leonard, he's one of nine children to a single mom. Wow. Yeah, and two of his brothers are, are sentenced to life in prison for murder. Oh, that's sad. These fun but... facts are getting less and less fun. Right. Uh, yeah, so... I maybe shouldn't have included that part, but yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Nine children to a single mom. Wow, that's insane. Uh, Darius Leonard, he's played two seasons in the NFL. He's got a uh, one-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. Not in the same season, which is absurd. He was an All-Pro during his rookie season. Didn't make the Pro Bowl, which again, the Pro Bowl is pointless and <laughs> dumb. and It's not an All-Star game, so why did they even play it? But uh, during the 2019 season, he had actually a worse year than he did during his rookie season, but still a very, very good year. Uh, he had 13 games, so he missed three games this season. He had 120 combined tackles, seven tackles for loss, five sacks, two forced fumbles, seven passes defense, and five interceptions, including one brought back for a touchdown. Uh, the guy is just an absolute playmaker, and he's been that since he got in the NFL. He's really been, since his rookie season two years ago, He's been a top five linebacker in the NFL. He came out of nowhere. Uh, and I think people are starting to recognize who he is, starting to recognize his name. Uh, and, and don't sleep on Darius Leonard because he's my number two linebacker this upcoming season. He's just a, a huge playmaker. He makes plays. He's got 284 total tackles uh, in two seasons, along with 12 sacks in his two seasons, six forced fumbles, 19 tackles for loss, and seven interceptions in two seasons. Those are absolutely insane numbers. I mean, he's just going to make plays all across the board. Again, he's a guy who just doesn't have much weakness, and he's so young. He's only 25. He's got so much potential, and that's why he ranks in at number two on my top five linebackers for the 2020 NFL season. Coming in at number one on my top five linebackers for the 2020 NFL season, and it's old reliable Bobby Wagner coming in. At number one, he's the linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks. He's been the leader of that defense since the Legion of Boom days. And fun fact about Bobby Wagner, Joe, he doesn't like mushrooms. He was quoted as saying, I refuse to eat mushrooms. Never. It makes me feel funny after. Like magic yeah. mushrooms? Uh, maybe. I, that would be included in mushrooms, right? I think yeah. he's just talking about the food mushrooms. But uh, they make me feel weird. They make me feel, yeah, maybe he is eating wrong mushrooms. I yeah, didn't think about that. You, Bobby. Yeah. Not all <laughs> mushrooms are supposed yeah, to be. Not, not all mushrooms are created equal. Uh, some yikes. are for fun and some are for food. You know what I'm saying? Bobby, maybe you got to eat the right uh, mushrooms. But I tell you, uh, he's definitely not on mushrooms when he's playing because in eight seasons, the guy's been a six time Pro Bowler. And a five-time All-Pro. I love that I knocked the Pro Bowl and I continue to use it as a gauge for how good a player is, even <laughs> though I shouldn't do that. But he's a five-time All-Pro, which is phenomenal. Uh, he's been completely just 
probably one, uh, definitely a top two linebacker since he's been in the NFL. It's kind of been him and Luke Keekley, and obviously Luke Keekley retired uh, this previous offseason. Uh, in 2019, he had 159 total tackles, which is the best in the NFL. He had seven tackles for loss, three sacks, one forced fumble, and one interception. Uh, he's really just, again, another guy who's phenomenal all across the board. He's a he's a modern-day linebacker. Uh, he can stop the run. Uh, he can he can rush the passer. Uh, he, he's he's pretty good in coverage. Obviously, as he gets older and slower, and and you know, just in general, when we get older, we get slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to be as good in coverage. So his, his coverage numbers have gone down a little bit, but he's still an above-average linebacker in coverage, and he's just the leader uh, of that defense. He's been one of the best linebackers in the NFL for years. Uh, he was the leader of some of the best defenses in the history of the NFL. If you go back to the Legion of Boom days when it was him, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, uh, Bruce Irvin, who's back there again, uh, Michael Bennett, all those guys uh, during the Legion of Boom days when they won that Super Bowl, uh, the one that Joe was talking about earlier on the podcast. Uh, actually, no, that you were talking about the one that they lost. They won the yes. year. They won the Super Bowl the year before that. They decimated Peyton Manning's Broncos. That was another heartbreaking Super Bowl for me. As I love Peyton Manning, but uh, he's just he's he's a uh, like I said, Bobby Wagner to me he's he's obviously the best linebacker in the NFL. He's only missed nine games in eight seasons, which is phenomenal. And Luke Keekley, uh, we've talked about a couple times, is the only player with more tackles in the last ten years uh, than Bobby Wagner, uh, and he's really keeping that defense together. As far as uh, a lot of players have left the Legion of Boom, like we've talked about. But Bobby Wagner is still there, and he's still holding down the fort, and he's still my number one linebacker in the NFL going into the 2020 NFL season. So once again, we've gotten to the end of another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. And before we go, Joe, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask, do you have anything to recommend to the audience as far as music, content, anything? I would just, I, They're dying to know. They've been hitting me out. They're like, Joe, we need content from Joe. Music have, content? Anything. Like music songs? What are you listening to? Music songs or other songs? <laughs> uh, any any sort of content that you're enjoying right now? Anything that you would like to pass along to our lovely listeners? Um, actually, and yeah, an artist that I've been listening to. This is just a quick one. Just one artist uh, wow. that a friend of mine showed me. Her name is uh, Liana Lajavis. Hmm. Liana Lajavis. Liana Lajavis. Oh. Havas. What kind of music does she make? Like R&B. Of course. Music. Yeah. It's good. It's really good, chill music. Um, good I, was listening to, I was listening to it today while I was cleaning my house. Very good. My apartment building. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, it's very sweet and nice. There you go. Leanne Lahavis. Leanne Lahavis. Was that her name? All right. Yeah. We'll try to get her on the show next week. <laughs> see what we can do. Um, yeah. So once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. If you haven't yet... Please follow us on social media Please. at underscore average Joe show. Follow uh, Joe on, on Instagram as well. Uh, Joe underscore Tyson. Joe underscore Tyson. T-H-I-E-S-S-E-N. Yeah. Tyson. Uh, yeah. Please do that. And if you're listening to whatever you're listening to uh, this podcast on, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you give us a rating. Make sure you give us a review. We would really much appreciate it. Reviews and ratings are huge uh, as far as spreading the podcast around. And hey, 
you have friends that like football or they like listening to two white boys talk about <laughs> random stuff that sometimes is football uh, in a room, make sure you recommend our podcast to them because we'd love uh, to build our audience. But thank you once again for tuning in and we will catch you guys on the next one. Thank you.